Did you see that bird go by? Oh, hi. We're back. This is No More Leadership BS. I am Sam Jennings with Jeff, 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 and Myra, of course. We have all We're the here best effects. We have all the best effects. And the best, best effect is, for some reason, Jeff popping his collar. I'm not sure what 80s white uh, man that's all about, but we're going to continue on and have our conversation. We talk about No More Leadership BS, but we're going to take a quick jaunt off to the side. And we're going to be a little bit, a little bit raw. And here's how. Sometimes leadership is BS. And so I'm going to ask the group, what do you hate about it? What doesn't actually work for you in leadership? And never going to turn this on its head because it is a time in the season of grace, gratitude, and thankfulness. So we'll talk about why we keep doing it. But to start this thing off to uh, do a little bit of a positive vibe palate cleanser, what do you hate about it? What about leadership does not light your fire? I don't want to call anybody. I'll let you raise your hand and say, me, pick me. Hey, Myra jumped in there right out of the gate. Take the lead, Myra Hall. Well, what I hate about leadership is taking things too seriously. Where it weighs you down, you take it home, your whole life, it sucks because of your leadership position. And we all take life too seriously anyway. We get up and things get done. As my mom used to say, she says, this too shall pass. Don't take it so seriously. And I think as leaders, we have a tendency to take it personally and take it too seriously. And that stops us in our tracks. Mm -hmm. We take our jobs seriously, but not ourselves. Mm. I believe that because I was going to say negativity, but you're right, Myra. If we taking ourselves too seriously, you got to have fun with what you're doing. If if you're not you're if you're not having fun, what's the point? You got to have fun. Mm-hmm. Very good. We got uh, two more Jeffs to before we have a, a punch card situation here. Well, I was going to say Myra took mine. It's like that whole gosh, the metrics of business is success and comparing yourself to others, and mm. if that is that thief of joy. If you really are passionate about what you do and the people you're doing it with, the money will follow. The success will follow. Yep. Just be willing to put in the time. But at yep. the same time, people are impatient. They want their stuff now. Yep. So like the mm-hmm. stuff that it's hard. It's really hard because we want, we got to have our dividends. We got to make sure our people are getting their money's worth out of us. Yeah. But you know what? If you kick over from a stroke, guess where? A heart attack? Guess what? They're going to hire somebody new before your corpse is cold. So don't take it too seriously, man. It's just business. No big deal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Geyer. I was thinking, what do I hate about leadership? And hate's kind of a strong word. I I, I don't think I hate it. I, I seriously dislike it. And that's people's beliefs or preconceived notions or perceptions about me as the leader, about who I am and where I came from and all that stuff, when they haven't had a chance to know me, haven't even talked to me in a lot of senses. And that comes from in my career, I took over numerous businesses that were struggling. And so the new guy, me, came in and, and the preconceived notions and barriers that people put up, I, I just thought was un- unproductive. Wouldn't it be nice if we all gave each other kind of the benefit of the doubt and say, this is a new guy here. Let's see what's going to happen. And we worked together. So even though I liked, I suppose the right way to say that is winning these people over to my side or we became friends in previous episodes we've talked 
some of the experiences I've had where people really didn't like me. And, and now we're at least cordial and in some cases very friendly. And sadly, I think, and this goes with this people's belief or preconceived notion of me that over the years, there's a small handful of people, I, I think less than the number I could count on one hand, that, that I just wasn't able to connect with. And they don't like me. And I think they think I don't like them, which isn't true. But it, we just didn't hit it off, I guess, is the way to say it. And although I don't hate that, it, it really bothers me. And if I could go back and change anything I've done in my leadership journey, it would be to be more effective and efficient with those people that I just couldn't connect with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And in my space, um, I never really got good at this. Uh, it was the issue of make a decision and people who are in no way really related had strong opinions about what we should have done or what could have happened instead, not knowing the full context of the situation we're in. And it wasn't about being right. It was about hoping that people understood that we were doing our absolute best with the information and resources we had to get the outcomes we needed. And that was a struggle, trying just to let that go. You get there eventually, but I personally never got great at it because it was just a lot. So the themes I heard were they're just carrying a lot of weight and, and it's not a fear of responsibility. It's just a, in my observation, a pervasive load to carry. It doesn't usually get lighter. There may be better days, but it's always something, right? Yeah. So that's always one, one piece. The perceptions that we can't control, like you just said, guy, where people felt like they had a, had you all figured out, they know you left, right, and center without ever having had a conversation with you. Yeah, that, that can be a lot to, to try to deal with. Yep. And of course, the comparison. And like you said, Geoff, comparing ourselves to other, for example, entrepreneurs or even leaders in a business or organization where they're comparing their team or their style to somebody else when they're completely different expectations and units and functions. But yet, they're still, what did they do? What didn't they do? What are they getting paid? Is it the same as me? There's just a lot of room for just comparing things that aren't comparable, apples to elephants. So that's the BS, right? That's some of the stuff that weighs us down. What makes us keep coming back to it, right? What are we thankful for in our leadership roles and experiences? And again, I'll open it up to the room, raise a hand and jump on in. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mr. Cotter. I got to say this one, the people. It's the people, it's the yeah. teams. It's the stuff that lit up Mr. Conroy in an earlier episode where he just got so excited about talking about synergies and solving problems and taking things to the next level. When you get that kind of energy in a room and you get that kind of team buy-in, there's nothing like, it's almost like you've won whatever sports game that you play at the highest level. You get that sense of pride and joy and excitement and it feels like you can conquer the world, man. And it's yep. just, there's nothing like that. It's really, it's just really damn cool. It is. Ditto what he said. No, it's true. There is nothing better. I've talked about it in past episodes. I remember putting on an event and there were seven other people and I that put this event together and 1500 people showed up and it ran like a Rolex and it, everything was scheduled and everybody was happy and people were talking about it for weeks. It is the best drug out there. Mm -hmm. It it really honestly godly is. And the people, I called them I call them the Magnificent Seven because they I, I may have been the leader, but they made it happen. And it was it was awesome. 
It was awesome. <laughs> so we need it. Myra, I think uh, we'd love to hear from you, but you're on mute. Her husband did that. Yeah, he <laughs> shut me right up. You know, leadership is about people. It's not about you. And that is what I, I go with what uh, Geoff and Jeff just said. Nothing made me happier than to see somebody I was responsible to lead, to bloom, to see them come out of their shell, to have realizations, the aha moments, and to actually step out and overcome a fear or, or just be willing to be more than they are because of my leadership. And I don't, I'm not saying that egotistically. But that is what I'm thankful for, that this has been my role in life. And it's what lights my fire, absolutely lights my fire. And I could never burn out ever along taking that path. Mm -hmm. When I burn out is when I start thinking about myself too much. Mm -hmm. And leadership is about people. Yep. Amen. You, nice. you can't be a leader without people. No one to lead. That's awesome. My only one. Mr. Geyer. Yeah, yeah, not to jump on the same train, but Copycat. I, I, it is about people. It's about your impact on them and their impact on you. And together, your combined impact on clients or customers that you serve, the products or services that you create or provide, and all those kind of things. And so the things that I've really loved, like Myra was just talking about it, it's when either I could see it or people actually shared with me the positive impact that, that I was able to have in some small way on their life or their work or their family or their mindset toward a given issue or just their overall approach towards life. When somebody tells you you've helped them make their life better, that isn't about the paycheck you gave them or the benefits that you had or the turkey you provided at Thanksgiving for them. It's about helping them make their life better. And that I've found is usually by helping them learn how to be introspective and find those gifts and talents that they were created with, if that's the way to say it and to uncover those things and help them grow and flourish and nurture them so that they can mm. become all the things that they were supposed to be. Yeah, that that really lights my fire and makes me smile. And like I said earlier, the only regret I think is there's every once in a while, it's hard or impossible or it just wasn't effective enough at helping a, a one individual do that. And here's the thing for leaders, don't focus on the things that didn't go so well, focus on what, what has gone well and what mm -hmm. you can continue to do well. And, and that'll make your life and everybody else's life better. Can I read a payoff? Cause we're all talking about the people because our job is to make, the job is to make people better. So I, I just got an email. This was dated October 19th. I got an email from a past employee that I had and says that he ran into another past employee. And he says, I spoke with so-and-so yesterday. By the way, she loves you and respects you tremendously. She says, he gave me my start and gave me a shot when no one else would. He supported me, he encouraged me, and he judged me based on my performance, not my lack of experience or education. Mm -hmm. Now, as a leader, I got a little choked up on that. That's I a mean, huge win, Conroy. Way to go, I mean, buddy. 
that was beautiful. And that's what we do as leaders. We don't look for the accolades. We don't know what effect we're having on other people. We just want to make people the best they can be. And that's what lights all five of our. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about that email. And it was just a, I call it a warm fuzzy. It's right. a warm fuzzy. That's awesome. Yeah, I wrote about something like this on LinkedIn recently. Essentially, my default setting, I'd rather run the spotlight than stand in it. Yep. But we've all, in different ways, said we like, hey, are thankful for leadership in terms of being able to help others and lift them up. And I'm willing to take that and say, yes, of course, that. And also, when I have a team that is so comfortable with how we interact that they argue with me, that is a sign that things are going great for me. Yep. And so I would, before I get to that point, I would tell folks, I would share a recommendation, idea, whatever, and then say, just because I had an idea doesn't make it good. Right. Argue with me. I got a title. I've got the fancy pants clothes, but yeah. about the concept, what do you want yeah. to debate? I always say and poke holes got, in the idea. Poke yeah. holes in it. Yeah. And once we got to the point of being able to have an honest discussion about whether the idea was good or not, on the merits of the idea, I knew that we had a solid team. And the folks in the room were ready to engage. And that really was healthy for me. So that was what I was incredibly thankful for was that debate and argument to the greater good. And yeah, yeah so today I happen to be donning my Seahawks cap and sweatshirt. But yes, still, Mr. Geyer, I am a dang snappy dresser. I'll tell you what. Your fancy <laughs> pants clothes. Everybody knows a leader by the fancy pants clothes. Yeah. <laughs> My three-piece suit and flip-flops, yes. that's how I roll. I'd just like to also add that because of our collective experience as leaders, we are able to put on this podcast and hopefully change our listeners' life. Just by, if we can say one thing that they take with them. So I'm really not only thankful to be able to be with you guys, and I've always said I'm standing among, among giants, and I really feel that way. But the fact that I can work with you to help change others' lives through this amazing medium that we wouldn't have had 20 years ago. I'm very mm -hmm. thankful for that. Yep, absolutely. Ditto. And thankful, of course, for each individual listener who is maybe getting some information that's helpful, maybe telling a friend. Without folks out there learning a little bit or at least engaging with our content, we would have much to do. So super thankful for folks to continue to listen and continue to share out. As we still have a couple minutes here before we need to wrap up, in this season of going into some very busy times, maybe where you are, it's going to be crazy cold and or windy and or yuck. I would ask you to take those minutes that you are on your treadmill in the nice weather or safely commuting to work, wherever it is you listen to this, and think about not just your job, but your responsibilities. Which among your responsibilities are you thankful for? Where do you get to have impact that lights you up and maybe somebody else? But give that some thought. And if you're a journaler, go ahead and jot it down. If not, just give yourself a minute to appreciate those bits that maybe you don't think about very often because it's not the fire in front of you. But this is the fire that lights you up. So friends, anything you care to share before we wrap up and declare victory? No, love you guys. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Awesome. Happy Turkey Day, everybody. And for those of you out there that are listening, let us know what are the things that you are grateful for in yes. your leadership journey? Because we want to hear those things. I want to hear them on the socials, all the socials, all two of them. All, all two of them. <laughs> all. 
the socials he refers to are on the World Wide Web, which you can get to on your computer or mobile device. It's our Facebook and YouTube. There's always a joke about how old we are. By gosh, we're old. So we're going to call it the World Wide Web. (laughs) Wow. Any other last comments or thoughts, friends? Holy crap. That was a thought. That was a thought. That was a thought. That was a thought. Bubbled right out. Bubbled right out. Sounded so much better in my head. So I'll drop one, Sam, that you just made me think about. And it's the Thanksgiving season. And depending upon how you celebrate, or even if you do, it doesn't really matter. We should, as leaders, always slow down a little bit especially in this fast-paced, hectic world where it's, it's daily seems, or even by the hour, there's news headlines and things are changing and some stuff not that that good and all that. But slow down a little bit and, and take some inventory of what my wife describes it like this. These aren't things that we have to do. They are things that we get to do. Yep. And there is more good than there is bad. Every, mm-hmm. every group Every individual coaching session I have, I start with, give me a win. Tell me about something that's going well. And sometimes when I utter those words, I'm really doing that for myself. Mm -hmm. Yes, for my clients, but for myself too. Focus on what we're thankful for, what's going well. How can we leverage those things even into even more things that are going well that will improve the quality of people's lives? And yeah, that's it. It's not all bad. Slow down, smell the roses, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. And even the things that are grody, it doesn't last forever. There, there's there some go. goodness that will yes. come as a result. Even just learning through the process, you'll get that for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. This too shall pass. That's right. right. It may pass like a kidney stone, but it's going to pass. <laughs> it says in the book, it came to pass. It didn't come to stay. That's just, oh, I love that. And with that, friends, we're going to sign off. We are the No More Leadership BS team. We're asking you uh, again, share this far and wide. The five-star review would be awesome, but mostly engage. We'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, and ideas. We are Myra, Jeff, 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 and Dr. Sam, and we will see, listen to you, listen to you. You'll listen to us next. <laughs> we'll hear from you later. Thanks a lot. Great. Bye. 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 Toodles. Letterbuck. <laughs>